Hello and happy November, everyone. Welcome to our post-Halloween episode where we've got a really fun topic tonight. And a little bit of All Saints Day, too. Oh, yes, and happy All Saints Day. Yeah, we got... We got some local haunts and some sweet and savory treats tonight for you. Oh my gosh. And I can't wait to go into this beverage that Amy made for us. But first, I just want to let's talk about Halloween and how this was our first time at our house with um, new neighbors and new kiddos. And I, I had a a really good time um, with the groups of kids that came to the door. And there, there was a kid who made his own dang um, costume of his, his very own shoes that he bought. He made the same shoe in like life size with gum on the bottom. That's really cool. <laughs> that, that was the award of the evening. I absolutely loved it. And I have a lot of leftover candy because we didn't which it was beautiful weather tonight and we didn't get nearly as much as apparently the neighbors had last year when it was like sleeting snow and freezing yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh now here we are you know it's like halloween back and so now we're looking into everyone's getting ready for thanksgiving and upcoming some have gone right to christmas oh yeah oh yeah when it, when i was you know in Coles the other day it was like major confusion one aisle was halloween the next aisle was thanksgiving next aisle was christmas so you can get her done all in one shopping spree i guess so but yeah the lights over at the mall were just all lit up over on corbett it was like okay here we are christmas i think think downtown did their lights too Oh, no, I think they do theirs uh, first Friday in maybe maybe November. Yeah, so this week will be done then. Oh, that's my yeah. favorite yeah. year. Fort, if you ever come to visit Fort Collins in the winter, the entire old town is lit up with gold lights, and it's so beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. It's worth just driving around and taking all sights in. It's just stunning. Every tree is lighted. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. yeah. Is it lighted? lighted <laughs> but it is lit when it's downtown <laughs> lit up. because we love the themes of halloween so much amy and i decided you know let's talk about our own city of um spirits and incorporated with history fun aspect that I wanted to share that I'm doing um, this week is I have a phone call with um, a gal named Tara Arnold. I found her on YouTube and she is a channeler. And so I have a session with her this week. Those of you who like doing working with anything, um, energy work, chakras, healing. um, She also sends you this video that cut it's it's over an hour and I absolutely love it talks about just kind of the breakdown of like if you do want to work on um, any aspects of channeling and I know that's that's a that can be a challenging word for some people you know and, and I've even had to move into getting comfortable with utilizing that word but excited to chat with T- Tara and she even comes from um like a Christian background, and she has uh, worked with the energies of 
Jesus, Mother Mary, um, but she also works with, oh gosh, his name is God. (laughs) (laughs) Three letters. (laughs) Sounds like God. (laughs) Saint Germain. I could lick your reuse in some drinks, by the way. I think it's, I think hey, it's elderberry. pretty popular. Yeah, okay. Make some brand. Yeah, so she works the, with the energies of St. Germain. And um, is it Archangel? I don't know. No, I'm I know not. Michelle is an Archangel. That's all I know. Yeah, I don't think he's an Archangel. Raphael, Gabriel, I don't know. If he's Saint in Germain this higher, higher up popular system you know but i'll um i'll let you know how it goes and um i'm just excited i love trying new things and so we'll see it's a zoom and i'll give you some feedback afterwards of you know if uh saint germain says i'm i can be part of his crew (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna hang out with uh mike (laughs) (laughs) So I really want to talk about this most delicious drink. Amy, <laughs> what are you drinking over there? Well, it seems to be that kind of season where we have blend all those fall flavors. So it's a smoky apple cider margarita. And I got some of the uh, mezcal tequila, uh, specifically the Casamigos, and only because the bottle was cool. <laughs> it's that's one of my favorites it's like yeah, yeah and I knew you like so look at yeah. that one and, and I did um I made some mold uh mm, I love mold yesterday. my drinks yeah <laughs> <laughs> moldy drinks some mold spiced apple cider yesterday for Halloween and so I kept that stored that last night and then we did that with some cinnamon sugar rim glasses and just uh, two ounces of mezcal and then um, some of the spiced apple cider shake and pour. It was just delicious. I, I tried um, burning a cinnamon stick, which I went to three stores to look for, by the way. Could have gone to my cupboard. I know. But, you know, you'd think with all that Christmas stuff out that there'd be cinnamon everywhere. But... Everybody's so, swooping them up. I guess. Now that Halloween's over, let's move on. <laughs> I don't get that. I feel like crying in the front yard with my pumpkin going, no, it's not done yet. But uh, you guys, I have to tell you, this is my favorite drink so far. I And that says a lot because I'm not a mezcal fan. But this, the mezcal in this apple cider is the perfect balance. It's the perfect amount of smokiness. I think Casamigos does a fabulous job with tequila in general. Their their tequila does tend to be a little like buttery vanilla. So it is more on the sweeter side. It's more of like a sipping tequila. But the mezcal is really good. And then, um, hello, cinnamon sugar rim. Tops it off, very good. Oh, and and you were you were also saying how we you could even turn this into a, more of a dessert drink. Oh, absolutely! I was thinking, gosh, I could do some caramel like liqueur, or even a uh, as a garnish, made some caramel apple slices oh on the side. Imagine. 
I mean, I don't know. I just didn't yeah, have enough time awesome. to really think about it. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. And it's just, it's wonderful, 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 wonderful. And so everything fall, just perfectly mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's have some fall here. Let's not rush into Christmas just yet. I think it's a wonderful time of year to just have a relaxing time as we ease into um, Christmas or the end of the year. But I know we have snow possibly coming tomorrow, but I, yeah, right. I know. But yeah, I think it's nice to have these flavors of fall. And if anybody has any ideas about how to make the strength a little bit better, throw my way I'll, I'll give it a go and we'll have some downtime in the next, next couple of months we got a one or two more episodes left and wrapping up our first season. wrapping up our first season <laughs> and then we'll be um throwing some stuff together some reels and some videos and there's a way to decorate these but decorate them how you want but pretty much making a bottom part of the croissant a square cut out the edges put the cinnamon apple in it wrap those cut edges around it around it and then bake to the directions it just it's a great little tarty i don't know it's not like it's not like a tart tartan you know it's just a little not a tartlet but a tarty yeah and like just the way they look on top is so cute and fancy and these right out of the oven oh my god yeah yeah and then you have this delicious apple margarita it's or apple cider margarita oh it's just knock it out of the ballpark man but um for a snacky we have uh also like halloween themed five layer dip because you know me i could eat mexican every day and so this is a great dip that you can bring you know to parties if you have guests over um it's, it's just so easy to make and it has such a complex layer of flavors. Um, the refried beans and then the little layer of shredded, uh, we did vegan cheese, Mexican um, combination cheese packet and forager sour cream and salsa. Shady salsa? Sorry, not shady. Yeah. No, I actually, because <laughs> I was serving it to people who couldn't handle the heat. Oh, so okay. I went, uh, I went a little lighter. Okay. And then you got some guacamole on top. Guac guacamole. <laughs> Don't ask Amy to do the dance because mm-hmm. it'll get stuck in your head. Guacamole, guacamole. <laughs> and so then you take, it's, um, you take the sour cream in a plastic Ziploc bag, cut off the end, squish it down like a pastry bag, and you create whatever you want for, you know, whatever season is. But I did the spider web, and I was so dang proud of myself. It was so cute. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Really cute. Cute and delicious. Cute and delicious. And I went around town, and I couldn't find uh, the little fake plastic spiders because they were all sold out. So I made one out of black olives. So it was an edible spider. Perfect. And then you can um, put, you know, shredded cheese around the edge of the piece and some more black olives. And you can add in like chopped tomato or red pepper and just make it so colorful. And then you have that really nice 
layered flavor with your chips. Um, don't use wimpy chips because it's a hearty dip. Mm -hmm. Something to scoop it up with. Yeah. So um, that's, you know, that's our uh, diverse snacking today. <laughs> the sweet and the savory. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love both of those. Heck yeah. Just not all in the same dish. Probably not. Or on the no. same plate. I'm glad we yeah. separated them. <laughs> Let's jump right into um, the the local haunts. Local haunts. So much fun. You yeah. know, and again, I didn't know that Fort Collins was number three, but that's kind of fun in itself. And and this is an interesting little city if you haven't been here. Um, maybe think about taking a Colorado trip and hopping up to Fort Collins. But there's um, some very historic homes in the area. And one being the Avery House over on uh, West Mountain. And Jerry and I wanted to try to get married there, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of elope over there. It's, it's a beautiful stone um, historic house in the, uh, in the heart of downtown. And the Avery family had owned it. And I think there's um, stories of maybe children crying and people being touched and things like that. Um, but you can, you can visit the Avery house. Um, Bingham Hill Cemetery here in town is a very interesting old cemetery up on Bingham Hill. And a wonderful, friendly cat used to live there. I don't know if it's um, still around, but really interesting walk along the water and a very old cemetery. Um, but if you do head downtown, uh, the Armstrong Hotel, the Northern hotel um just trying to think of all the great places and close by is also the, the stanley hotel in ss park which everybody knows about with the shining but i think there's so many um places that you can hang out and get the stories um the walrus ice cream shop downtown workers talk about um things flying off the walls and that's supposedly one of the most haunted yeah the most haunted places so it seems like you know the, why also why so underneath was the city morgue. Oh, right. Yes. And they used to take the... Um, um, the dead people there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caskets and things like that were stored down there. Yes. I forgot about that. But yeah, I think they say like um, windows breaking, um, you know, things being turned over. And um, yeah, just something about the shop's ghost being, you know causing havoc in that area well and when you if you do a tour they often talk about underneath there so i think one of the really cool aspects of fort collins is it has quite a complex tunnel system underground mm -hmm. and and that was to transport um the local inmates because the locals just didn't want to see them up right. and about so they transported them from one area to another you know from the jail to like I think I don't know if it's like where they fed them or but it I mean they put a lot of effort into these tunnels because it's complex it is and and I think it runs from the university to downtown doesn't it to aren't there some at the university tunnels that go all the way they may be they may be um collapsed by now I'm not sure, but they also used um, the businessmen would also use them to visit the ladies of the night. Yeah. They would start at one end of town and then go underground to visit um, their lady friends. And uh, yeah, so what was it? The CSU um, swimming pool? 
I've I've heard rumor something about yeah that there's a swimming pool at CSU that's um, that has some eerie stories um, and it sounds funny just saying like yeah sometimes there's like wet footsteps there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to get our friend Karen in here because I I feel like she's got some good stories. I think um, ghosties might be attracted to her because she was actually just in Portland. And with some coworkers, she works at CSU and they did a ghost tour in Portland. And while they were in this really shady um, Chinese restaurant called the Ming Lounge, um, Karen had her shoulder tapped three separate times in three different areas. And they were wearing raincoats. And so she thought she was getting like a big wet drip on her shoulder and she always looked up and there was nothing on the ceiling. And then she checked her jacket, which was dry at the time. There was no wet on it, but every time it just sounded like this single. So she heard it and she felt it. You know, she like, she kind of like flicked my shoulder and said it, it was like, it felt like this. And the people in the area were, you know, baffled and trying to look around with her and trying to figure out where this would have come from. And they just couldn't explain it. And Karen has had other interesting experiences. And I'm a little jealous because I think I want to have a ghostly experience, even though the one time that I, well, I've stayed at the Stanley a couple of times, but I remember I was in a, you know, particular floor where they were like, oh yeah, there, there tends to be action here. Or you might hear them. I think they had me on the fourth floor and the count the count is up there, apparently. And then there's like children. From like, Sesame Street. Ah, ah, ah. I think it's a different guy. Okay, <laughs> just checking. Um, and, and so, you know, of course, like during the day, I'm all brave and I'm, I'm like welcoming all the guests of the entire Stanley property. <laughs> and then when I come back at night and I turn off the lights, I'm scared to death. And I like literally like jump from the bathroom into my bed, turn off the lights and I can't open my eyes for the rest of the evening. Cause I just wigged myself out. So not sure like how I would do <laughs> in, in the, you know, ghost touring um, or the, the ghost expedition, but I want to have an experience. I just, even yeah. if I'm in my pants, I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I want to. Well, wanna, maybe we'll work on that. And yeah, we'll some work video on of that. And, and uh, yeah, I think I think the Spanish flu when it um, back in 18 and 1918, 1919 ran through here. A lot of people died too. And then, um, oh, I've I've got one for you, black tongue. So. Fort Collins began as Camp Collins right. in the 1860s. Because there's no fort here. Right. And so the area that is now our museum um, was like a makeshift burial ground for um, a lot of the soldiers. Mm -hmm. And um, so they had this infection um, called black tongue, but it was, it kind of started from like bad hygiene, you know, not bringing your toothbrush and messed with you. And <laughs> it just sounds horrible. Would not want to make out with a guy with black tongue. A black tongue. 
I can't feel anything. <laughs> mint, sir? <laughs> it's a hint. A mint. And oh my gosh. Okay. Here's so so they had this burial ground where the old where our current museum is now. Mm-hmm. Like no graves. They yeah, just, they did it a lot around this town apparently. Yeah. They just buried people yeah. around this town. And he, here's another one of the first graves in that area. Um, Lieutenant Baker. I'm glad we're plant-based, Amy, because you're not going to think of bacon the same ever again. Okay. Um, so this gentleman was made to deliver bacon up in uh, Wyoming, another fort in Wyoming. And he was found by some um, natives, a native tribe up in the Wyoming area. So they um, attacked him and... Well, he was trespassing. He was, apparently. And they tied him to his wagon and scalped him. Oh. He didn't die. So they, they snooped around and found a bunch of bacon and covered him in it and lit him on fire. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think I'd haunt that place, too. You'd what? I'd haunt around yeah. for that because of that reason, too. So, but they found him, brought him back, and buried him in that makeshift oh. graveyard. And so that was later deemed to become the town's post office. They didn't know how many bodies were there. So there's like, they know that there's probably some bodies in that, um, in that area. Uh-huh. There was like one guy who was actually um, dis- like discovered, like they figured out who he was because there was a little glass bottle with paper rolled up in his suit where they said who he was and who he was from. Everyone else, they don't know. And so the post office was like the, you know, the kind of mid center of Fort Collins at the time. And a lot of um, the post office employees claimed that like they heard things um, on the top floor above them, like furniture being moved around, you know, a lot of eerie sounds. And so the post office then later became the Fort Collins Museum. And remember you and I, did we both see that video about uh, is it George, the museum ghost? Mm-hmm. And so employees at the museum have also ironically heard sounds from their top floor. And they hear sounds of like um, dancing. If there's certain music, they will hear music being played. Ah. And then they hear people dancing to that type of music. Whoever's brave enough to go up and check it out, all of a sudden the party stops. No more shenanigans. <laughs> and um, and then there's also a guy, I think they named him George, but they later did research and found out that a guy named George Willie did die. Oh my gosh. Over there. And I think he was like, I, I think I remember this now. Yeah. Yes. yes, it, yes, yes it just yes, yes. came out like in October. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting how like it's been a couple different buildings and yes. people are still reporting very similar happenings well we're we're gonna have to check that out and report back in the spring maybe they'll let us do an overnight oh my god i'd pee my pants (laughs) we'll get you some depends (laughs) some undergarments (laughs) maybe two two (laughs) pairs (laughs) just in case
and you know, as we talk about the underground tunnels, there were two morgues down there um, because they had one for the jail, which apparently had really bad reviews from the locals. Like we, we did not put together a fancy jail. It was, it was shady. Oh, it's not pretty at all. So if you ever get a chance to go downtown to the underneath the street level, which is so cool um, to be able to do that. Uh, yeah, that's not a good place to be. Oh, yeah. And the one room that I saw, I would go out of my brains if I yeah. was stuck in there. Um, and apparently some guys have. Yeah, um, yeah. So not such good beginnings for this. City. Yeah. So like I was saying, you know, under, under wall, Walrus, where the morgue was, there have been several in instances of uh, particularly women's um, hair getting pulled or like their ponytail will lift ah. up. Um, this is a little eerie, but uh, younger women's ankles being grabbed. Huh. And there's also, um, there's been photographs of, of a little boy spirit that Ooh, several people have caught. Mm -hmm. The eerie boy. Like whispering. Disembodied Yes. Okay. Why do you my favorite? <laughs> I'm sure so delicious has a mint chocolate chip that you know <laughs> so delicious dairy free. Ooh, ooh, um, what's what's actually I think kind of um, makes it not seem like oh they're just making stuff up you know tell us really good stories. I I found out that. The woman um, who created our ghost tour um, and also even wrote a book, which I bought today. Cool. I'm excited. Um, her name is Lori Jusak, uh, J-U-S-Z-A-K. She's a realtor. And so when she came to town, she wanted to get, she wanted to do like a history tour. So she was interviewing all of the businesses in Old Town, getting the scoop on, on stories and, you know, what it's been. Because we, we, as Fort Collins, I think, have done a good job of maintaining old buildings. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so, so she, she said, said, and then and at, at the, the end, end of her interviews, interviews way too often, the business owners or managers would be like, and you know, it's haunted, right? <laughs> and so... She's a skeptic, and so she would just kind of be like, oh, hmm, tell me more, and she noticed that as, like, in chunks of a block, very similar stories would be told by, um, you know, what employees or customers have experienced or um, hauntings, you know, from, uh, if there's a lot of places where you're like, I have to go into the basement to get stock or whatever and so often employees in this town are like nope <laughs> don't want to go don't want to work the night shift because i do not want to go down into the basement that was like the house i grew up in oh. with the dirt floor and the, and the stone walls no no fastest run ever if you had yeah. to go to the basement yeah and it was a cellar you know you really wouldn't call it a basement it was a cellar that's where you stored canned goods and you would just run quickly because they're damp and dark and it's the dreary level. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing good is ever there. Nope. nope. And they usually leave the door wide open and prop so you don't get stuck in there too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Nightmare on your street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so so Lori found that 30 businesses have reported hauntings um, through her research. And 
So they, they offer um, tours Thursday through Saturday here in Old Town year round. Um, it's just 22 bucks. And so you, you get a wonderful dose of history of Fort Collins. There's so many good stories. And I, I highly recommend it. And, um, you know, I definitely want to do it again because you always like hear something a little different of like what you pick up, you know, what you remember. Plus you get to visit the old places in Fort Collins that you just don't get are just, it. yeah, you just don't get to hear it very often. There's a lot of things that have happened here and maybe we should talk about that. that there's just so, so many historic buildings and stories like the, the firehouse downtown where the tea house is, people will feel things and being touched. Um, there was a, one of the jail cells. Yeah. And isn't that where the lynching happened in that alley nearby there yeah. where the guy who was beating up his wife of Eva Howe. Yeah. yeah. So they, was yeah. it Jim? Yeah. Uh, James, James Howe. In 1888, um, mm -hmm. he was a drunk and, you know, not a nice guy. And so he came home one night and she's like, I'm leaving you. And he killed her and that um, he was in the jail and this was the, the uh, well, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. The, their city turned into a mob. They, they like snuck into the jail at night, dragged him out of there and performed the city's first lynching. Yes, they, they had had enough. With his they life. were watching what he was doing and he, yeah, he got, um, they took revenge on him. Yeah. They took the law in their own hands. Yeah. And so that's actually, um, I think their house might have been moved over to where the Armadillo, a Mexican restaurant was. Mm -hmm. And then that was like the, like maybe the garage. The area. garage. Yeah. So I remember, so I was there when I did the tour once when the Armadillo was still there in the garage. And I remember that was a very hot spot even for the tour guide there were they had experienced things and um in that garage there was evidence being held of a plane crash um mm. from 1951 and there had been like four suicides in that garage wow yeah and a lot of the employees refused to go in there and um and there was always just like you know you could you could take, when you have the tour, they have one of those um, energy markers. And if you like take those into a corner, you'll see how energy kind of comes and goes. Oh, the earmark markers. Yeah. And uh, so that is now a boutique hotel. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, you know. Just the Elizabeth Hotel. Yeah. If, if that, if any people are experiencing things because it's, it's not the garage, it's the property. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that'd be interesting to figure that out I mean, and because it's a beautiful place so we oh, should go over there and check it out yeah we got some time let's spend, do that we're going to spend the night in the Elizabeth Hotel for research it's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea oh, drinks at the rat play some records yeah, yeah. I like it <laughs> I like it um, so any, anything else you wanted to cover about, um, our area or, well, I think we should do a follow-up, you know, we'll, we'll do some research and do a little follow-up and kind of see what we can come up with for Fort Collins and maybe things that we don't know or people haven't talked about. So, um, yeah, I think we'll just kind of, um, take another deep dive into 
the haunted parts of Fort Collins. Hey, I'm in. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Geek out on this all night. Me too. But then, but then today, you know, we have All Saints Day or um, All Hallows Day. Celebrating those who have passed. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice to honor, you know, the um, saints of the church. And I don't know if Saint Germain is one of those. A lot of church him before I chat with him. Maybe we should. But yeah, I mean the Catholic Church, um, Eastern Orthodox, Lutheran, Anglican, Methodist, um, so many churches of different de denominations celebrate this day, and it's nice to say, you know, hey, we're just going to celebrate. I don't know. I guess I guess I would look kind of like how the, the lines next to each other between life and death. Life and death. Yeah, absolutely. How we're all kind of still here together in a way yeah an observance of the um of a feast of all martyrs i guess is what it is and um a lot of, a lot of com companies or churches you know it's it's interesting to see all around the world how the customs are similar um like in um belgium and france they use they go to the cemeteries tombs and graves and they put um chrysanthemums on the graves mm -hmm. to celebrate um all saints day and and then no november 2nd is all souls day and so i think it's public holidays over there as well so it's just interesting how people just celebrate the lives of so many and, and how we all do it around the same time i believe it was done first around easter and then they changed it Hmm. maybe 900s i'm not sure i can't remember so do not hold me almost like a day of the dead honor the day of the dead kind of a thing so um take candles and flowers chrysanthemums and kind of celebrate i appreciate Just, that because you yeah know, i always feel like well i'm gone now now the world keeps going and i'm forgotten yeah and it's a nice way to remember so many all in one time so i guess halloween we're saying okay this is when they come for a visit and we're leaving out food or we're giving out treats now and we're not carving the turnips but we're carving pumpkins and somehow over centuries and centuries and centuries we're still we may have twisted it into a new fashion that serves everybody's purposes differently but we're still celebrating it i like now that we understand kind of more of why we're doing it yeah you can appreciate it a little deeper yeah, yeah and, and who doesn't love a good food offering? So if it's food involved, then why not? Let's do it. May I offer you some of my five-layer dip, Amy? <laughs> Absolutely. Would you like my little tarty? Yes. <laughs> so it's nice to be able to um, to celebrate and honor lives lost. Yeah. And however you want to do it. Yeah. You know? And um, yeah, the lighting the candles and offerings of food and the flowers and... I guess we do it for certain observances for Memorial Day even, and Veterans yeah, Day. Even if you and... just want to take a moment to have a moment of silence, mm -hmm. you know, for your for your people and yeah, and lighting the candles is supposedly um, guiding the spirits into the afterlife. Mm -hmm. You know, to make sure so if they come back for one last visit on All Hallows Eve, and then All Hallows Day, we're saying yeah, it's okay to go. Yeah. And I think it's very um, heartening. Yeah, yeah, yeah to say it's it's okay to go. We're gonna we're gonna remember you. We're gonna remember you with flowers and food and I, I think it's it, beautiful. It, it's it is because it's it's showing 
more than just the the flesh and bone of life yeah. experience you know it takes it to the next level of you're gone but you're not forgotten and hopefully you're still here sometimes too you know you're mm-hmm. you're here with us however that however that happens you know energetically um but we we want to take a moment to honor you and say hello and pay our respects and and then you know say thank you and, and send you off to do whatever you gotta do right no it's it's a it's an interesting religious holiday across the whole world and i think wikipedia touches on that as well to kind of talk about how all the countries and um, all their traditions with all saints day mm-hmm. which is today so we'll raise a glass to our loved ones of the past yes absolutely <laughs> those uh those stories you know maybe inspire you to look into the history of your town where you live and and to do a little digging of um who knows what if there's underground tunnels where you live listeners i mean isn't that just it blows your mind to know like we don't know everything about where we those businesses we walk into and how many feet have touched those floors and hands on the doors that you've touched and I just I love I love knowing that we are walking with history and 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 what happened and if you're walking down the same street as somebody else who did either good or bad Mm -hmm. you know in the same area it's just it's amazing to me and I think local historians have a lot of information Mm -hmm. and you can look them up and kind of visit with them and um it's nice to go through old pictures that people have donated. And I love the old pictures of Fort Collins when it was dirt roads and horse and buggy. Mm-hmm. And, and you can still recognize some of the buildings. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You know the layout of the town. It's really interesting to see how the town has grown yeah. so much. Um, yeah. Any ideas on that? Let us know. And we love heading into fall here and mm-hmm. where i mean we're already a, a little over a month in and we still have um, some time left to celebrate fall and, and we're going to be turning our clocks back here i think they're doing away with that soon next couple of years we won't oh, yeah. be doing that yeah, anymore speaking of dark it's going to get dark darky dark 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 yeah, yeah. Not, not a good time perfect. so i think that's going to go you away soon gonna be rough. <laughs> for sure (laughs) well we've uh got one more episode for season one that we're gonna knock out here in the next maybe two couple weeks i don't know i think one well that'll make it 10 but mine goes to 11 (laughs) sorry i had to do a spinal tap reference (laughs) ours goes to 11 He's for the 11. 11 is my favorite. 11, 11. I know. I was thinking there's a lot of the ones. Man, I got to do work. Okay. I know. But, but folks, um, like, don't be worried because you're not going to go without a little bit of TNA shenanigans for too long between seasons because we are talking about putting together some, some just some short vids and reels and kind of boosting up our Facebook and Instagram so so that you can get to know who's behind the mic and the shenanigans and the shenanigans <laughs> yeah i, I kind of have to kind of discover who we are and appreciate how silly we are and we, again we don't know what the heck we're doing but we're just having fun doing it 
No, and thank you over our heads right yeah. now. That's our sound booth. Yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> going to save up for some good equipment here. <laughs> Maybe Santa Claus will help us out. Well, we're working hard to come uh, to you to our best abilities. <laughs> and we hope to keep growing and having more listeners. And we're so thankful for the people who give us a listen and have a good chuckle with us. I want to dedicate this. I feel like a nighttime radio DJ. I'd like to send this one out to Marie and John. Two fabulous little lovers who came into the store today. Find out they're plant-based. They're oh, nice. they're really excited about the T and A party, and Sweet. they wanted to give our show a listen. Well, so well welcome, welcome, welcome to the lovely Maria and John. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yes, thank you. Two more listeners. Thank you. We'll talk soon. We love you all. Have a great. A week of November and we'll be back 